Hello and welcome to the Perceptive Photographer Podcast. I am your host, Daniel Gregory. This is episode 423 of our little podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you're having a wonderfully creative and inspiring week. If you are listening to the podcast, the week it's released, April 17th, make sure you check out the Photoshop Creativity Virtual Summit. It is free this week. There's a link to the free pass in the show jump notes, but lots of great sessions on creativity and amazing ways to think about using Photoshop. So if you haven't checked it out, go on ahead and click on that free link and get a few classes. And if it's after the week of the 17th to the 20th, sorry that you missed it, but there'll be some other summits coming up here in the future that you'll be able to take advantage of for, again, some free Lightroom and Photoshop education content. One of the questions I sometimes get asked, which is oftentimes by somebody who's interviewing me who's just getting started out in their photo career, they're doing a school project, they have a paper they need to write, and I'm being interviewed. One of the things I get asked sometimes is, but I think is a really great question and a really interesting question, which goes back to what's a piece of advice you would give yourself knowing what you know today when you were starting out. And, you know, depending on my mood, that answer changes a lot. <laughs> and sort of depending on the interview, it changes a little bit. I've given an answer of, oh, I would tell people, you know, make sure you get a good accountant when you get started if you're starting a photo business, because if you're not good at accounting, you're going to want a good accountant. Or, wow, I really wish I had known about how challenging it was to stay motivated to continue working even when things aren't working out. And I would have found some better spots for inspiration or finding a better community. So there's always been sort of a, a, a variation on that answer. But as I was sitting here after lately again being asked that question, thinking about if there really was one thing, like across all of the spectrum, what would be the one thing I sort of wish I knew when I started to get more serious about my craft, more serious about the way I was approaching my photography. And I think for everybody, if you sit down, you probably will be similar to how I was in the interview. You'll come up with a whole host of different possible answers that you could give that would suffice that question. You'd be like, oh, if I answered it that way, I would feel pretty good about that answer. But I think if you sit down and really start to think about it, you'll find that the answer in that question is actually a lot harder than it seems on the surface if you get down to that, that single piece of advice. And as I started to look across what were all the possible answers, what were all the possible things I could think about? And I started to look at areas where I was deficient organizationally, technique-wise, shooting-wise. When I first started out, one of my weird pieces, like a lot of people, is I got sucked into a gear. And so I was acquiring a lot of gear that I ultimately never needed, never wanted, don't even want. I've got gear in the studio I'm still working on selling that I purchased that will never get used. There are people that I've wanted to meet. There are books I should have read. There are lessons that I've learned more than once because I never paid attention the first time. So it's taken like 10 lessons for me to learn. But as I really started to think about what would be that one piece of advice, it really came down to actually one pretty simple thing that is not simple at all. But I think it would be that understand who you are and what matters to you and how those things get expressed in your photography. When it comes down to who you are, have you done the work to spend the time to really figure out what ultimately sort of comes down to, again, voice and vision, and if we're looking at the four sort of pillars within my meaningful image, voice, vision, signature, and style. But have you spent the time to really sort of connect and engage and develop not just a sense of this is who I am, but as I express things through my photography, 
how am I expressing them in the most meaningful way, in the most in truthful way, in the way that has the most integrity to who I am? And am I, in fact, focusing on the things that matter to me? Because the other things, organization, technique, gear, all of those things should be in service of how I'm approaching and how I'm thinking about that new work based on understanding who I am. And I think a lot of that self-exploration that comes from identifying what truly matters to you takes time and takes effort and takes probably more than one lifetime if we're being honest. There is a challenge to understanding motivations, reasons, why we connect to certain things, why certain things bother us. And the secondary piece of that that's, that's highly related is to making sure that you stay focused on those things that matter. One of the things that I have found that is so easy for me in my creative practice, and I hear this from other people, but it's not necessarily true for everybody, but I hear it from a lot of other people, is that it is so easy to get distracted away from the thing that matters to you. That distraction, could, again, could come in, how do I use Lightroom better? How do I, oh, I want to learn analog film photography. It could show up in, oh, I don't have a good artist statement, so I can't submit my work, or I had bad portfolio critiques, or I don't know where to show my work, or there's all sorts of little corollary things that distract us from that central message. And understanding the difference between what is something that is important to move us forward to having better clarity and a stronger voice versus something that I just feel like I need to know. And I think that's a hard skill to acquire. I think it's difficult to know the difference between I'm working on a project, I have exactly what I want in mind, I can see it in my head, and I don't have the equipment to do that. To get that perspective, I'm going to need to rent a drone and fly a drone over and photograph with a drone, or I'm going to need a different lens, or I'm going to need to work in video to ultimately say the thing that matters and to recognize the distinction between that and, wow, that's a cool new camera. I think I could do something really cool if I had that camera. And to me, that was really the insight that sort of gave me the clarity in the difference between the thing that mattered and the thing that didn't is the things that matter are so core that I can make a lot of things work with it. But when I start to think about what might happen, what might be, what could be, I'm now projecting out into a state of, yes, possibility, but it's possibility that is untethered to what I'm actually trying to communicate, say, and ultimately be as a person. It's a not even necessarily aspirational in its design. It's more of an ethereal, ooh, there's something else to grab onto. And the things that matter, the things that are core to my own creative process, aren't in the what-if realms. They're truly in the what-I-have realms. What I have is a vision. What that vision requires is a 14 millimeter super wide angle lens so that I can capture and express this emotion, this feeling, this idea. Oh, I'm going to do a portrait series, environmental portraits of artists in their studios. For that to be told, I need to make sure that I have the following ducks in a row. 
because of that clarity of purpose, because that clarity of purpose now comes to why am I expressing portraits for artists in their studio? What am I conveying? Oh, I think the creative practice is important. I think what people say in their creative practice is also important. And I want to show how the space and the individual are so interconnected that they are basically inseparable in their creative process. That's important to me because I believe that's how the creative process works. So if that's true, that alters and shifts my approach to thinking about how I might potentially create that work. And again, that's no longer in that space of uncertainty or vagueness about do I really understand what matters to me and who I am in the relationship with that conversation? Now, the amazing thing I think about this whole process is that it is also, I think, 100% true that the answer to that question is in the work that we create. The work is the answer. We always find the answer in the work. And so if we were to sit there and try to think our way into this process, think about who am I and what really matters to me, I will never come to that conclusion because I am spending time thinking about conceptual paranoia, what if statements. But if I start creating my work and I start to recognize core tenets and values within that work, again, the emergence of voice and vision, I start to recognize those elements and nurture those elements in the work. They provide the clarity. They provide the assessment. And so that ultimate thing that I think if I was going to give that piece of advice back to myself is that, yes, I need to know who I am and what matters to me and focus on that specific piece in my own storytelling. But that only really happens by doing work that helps me gain that insight. It's not a conceptual workflow. It is a boots on the ground, hands in the dirt, getting muddy, getting dirty, figuring those things out, understanding what those are. It's looking at one image and another image and being able to spend the time to figure out why that one connects and that one doesn't. Can I find that deep meaning, that deep insight, that deep passion to help me gain a deeper insight into who I am so that the next time I go out and create work, I'm able to bring that little seed that came off that one photograph with me on that journey so that that seed can then continue to grow and develop. And then my insights, my concepts, my ideas gain a level of clarity that they didn't have before. I think it's unrealistic to expect that we're going to create great work all the time. I think it's unrealistic to say that there is one or two things we could learn that would make all the difference. I think it's an evolutionary process that we have to go through. And to evolve, again, we have to be present of mind to do that. So that projection of worry into the future, the regret in the past, all the little nooks and crannies, which are, yes, you need a good accountant. Yes, it's nice to be organized. You should back up your photographs. All of these different little nuggets of wisdom are important. But again, are all of those little pieces in service of what? They're in service of me being able to express through my creative practice what truly matters to me in a meaningful way. So I think that's the little piece of advice. Now, that's my little piece of advice and my little 10-minute rant on that. 
For you, I think it would be a very interesting exercise. I found it interesting for me to have to sit down and figure out what would that one thing be? If I were truly honest, what would that one thing be? And then what comes up with that? What is the baggage that comes up with that? What's the noise that comes up with that? And hopefully, as you've seen in that pod, the podcast today, in the sort of serendipitous path we went through, that's my rationale, my thinking, my thoughts that sort of get there. And yes, they're a little disjointed at times, but that's our creative process. That's our way of expressing who we are is sometimes in ways we don't fully understand. But in the end, if we stick true to the path, if we stick true to who we are, we end up being, I think, in a very successful place of creating truly meaningful work, even if sometimes we don't understand why. I hope you have a wonderful week behind the camera. Thanks so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it. Don't forget to check out the Photoshop Creativity Virtual Summit if you're listening to this the week it's released. Other than that, have a great week and I'll see you next time.